Welcome guys, this is the New Generation Christian News. This is where we inform, educate and entertain what is happening in Christian and worldly news. This is what's coming up next. Ravi Zacharias under investigation in sexual misconduct. Pastor Raymond Coe abducted in Malaysia and his wife hopes for the best. Medical experts message to Christians who think COVID-19 vaccine is the mark of the beast. Pregnant Christian woman loses baby after Hindu extremist act. Fear to company fires Christian actress for Facebook citing Bible verses on homosexuality. This is what's coming up next on the NGC News. Welcome, welcome, guys. This is a new segment on the show. Um, what's it called? Welcome to the Hit a Large podcast. This is the, as already mentioned in the intro, New Generation Christian News. I've got my girl here, a new guest on the show. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Hi, my name is Onome and um, I'm Mirabelle's best friend. And um, I study mental health nursing, just like her. And... Um, we've known each other since we were what 10 so um we've known each other for nearly a decade that is actually mad that is wow crazy. um I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints all yeah, right we were once um called Mormons cool let's go straight into it so the first um <laughs> Ravi Zacharias sexual misconduct and spiritual abuse Ravi Zacharias um, International Ministries has uh, released the results of a months long investigation by an independent law firm into the sexual misconduct allegations um, against the late author and apologist Ravi there was a report published by Miller and Martin LLC details sexually uh, explicit uh, accounts by multiple female massage therapists who accused Zacharias of frequently exposing himself to them during massage sessions at the spa that he once co-owned. Um, one of the women that was interviewed said that um, Zacharias um, raped and engaged in sexual intercourse with her over a period of a year. She explained how their uh, relationship first began as a normal massage therapist-client relationship and how she looked up to him as a father figure. Uh, the report notes that Zacharias would call her his reward for his service to God and added that he would cite godly men in the Bible who had multiple wives. If she were to speak out about Zacharias, um, however, he warned her that she would be responsible for millions of souls whose salvation would be lost if his reputation were to be damaged. In the conclusion, the report says our investigation was limited to Mr. Zachariah's sexual misconduct. And even as to that issue, it was not exhaustive. Uh, we acknowledge that we have not spoken to all individuals who may have relevant information to provide. We strive to balance the need for completeness with the need for expenditure. Oh, Sorry, And we are confident that we uncovered sufficient evidence to conclude that Mr. Zacharias engaged in sexual misconduct. Firstly, I would mention this here is that I, I, I feel really bad for the victims. The victims have gone through a lot. Definitely. I mean, the fact that there's so many of them and obviously have, especially when they're powerful men. And it's like you, then you don't even feel comfortable to go forward and come forth with this so I do applaud those people that did come forward about this issue but first we need to talk about accountability yeah 
as I was um, researching on this, one person said that Zacharias, Mr. Zacharias, he 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 left the earth without any acknowledge like acknowledging his faults kind of thing publicly. He didn't mention any of this and yet den- denied it many, many times when, you know, women were brave enough to come forward and, and talk about it. Yeah, um, clearly, if publicly he didn't show any sort of like remorse or guilt, it's sort of a thing of like, was he truly like repent, repentful of his actions or like sorry mm. for what he had done? Like, it's just mad. Like, how can he call himself a man of God? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, as in for you to go and commit such evil and disgusting acts, like, that's just insane. Um, Mm. And also during the research, like, um, he did die of cancer in 2017. So um, (laughs) what I was thinking was that, um, was that his punishment, like, just in this, like, in his mortal being. Because obviously on Judgment Day, he will probably get worse than that. I mean, I would say you could call it punishment, but I would say that there isn't any of that justice for the women. None of the victims would have got the justice that they need because of the fact that it it hasn't been publicly, it was after his death that all of this is coming out. But one thing I must say is that I feel so bad for the family. The family have to kind of pick up the pieces after this. They've probably not heard about this until the very end of this investigation that's happening. And even the ministry itself, because this is a huge ministry, you know, millions of people been able to come into Christ, to be able to come into Christianity through this man because of maybe the things that he's preached about or spoken about or done in his sermons and stuff like that. And unfortunately, it's almost as if it's been stripped away. And I know there's going to be probably a lot of Christians out there that are going to be thinking, why are you talking about this? This is inappropriate. This is you shouldn't be talking about. But number one, let's let's say this real quick here. Yeah? There are atheists and other people, even the news outlets that are talking about it. Um, and so we as Christians need to bring a Christian perspective into this issue. We need to talk about the fact that, you know, no one is perfect. That's one thing. Nobody is perfect. There is no um leader that is uh, above everybody no everybody can uh can yeah. sin everybody can do wrong everybody can make mistakes um just like me just like you just like everybody in in in, in the world so you know a lot of people feel like christianity is this almost like perfect uh perfect religion that if you go into it you're going to be completely you know you're going to be perfect you're going to be good you're going to be everything but no it's a lot of Christians are coming in with the with the I don't know how to explain it almost in a state of um, I'm coming to Christ to get that all off my system. Do you know what I mean? So you know the one thing I do want to say though is the fact that you know it, it kind of pinched my heart slightly that he said uh, that um, he warned her that she would be responsible for millions of souls. That's something that we need to talk about. A lot, there is a lot of people who are Christians who are relying on um, leadership, men of God, to hold on to their salvation. Yeah, you're correct. There are a lot of people who do that. And like, you're not supposed to do that, if that makes sense. You're meant to be focusing on Jesus Christ and going to God for um whatever trouble it is that you're having like you shouldn't be holding these mortal beings um who are of leadership like higher if that makes sense because it's as if they're 
holding them like higher than God in us, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 totally, totally. I'm thinking that also yeah. it, it may be because of the fact that there's this line between respect, but also uh, uh, worshiping. There was a, obviously we did an episode on that preacher worship. So if you want to go to episode four, um, feel free to go and listen to that again. But in that, we were talking about how there's almost this underlying of how much are you going to praise your past? He, he, it's true, though. Let's be honest. Not millions of souls. That's a bit dramatic. But there's going to be some people that are going to fall off Christianity because of the fact that he has done what he's done and this investigation has come forward. But I would also say this one thing, though, is that I'm actually very, very grateful that the uh, ministry has come forth and had um, and actually was accountable for this that they came forward and said listen we've done this investigation um we've allowed a um a you know a law firm an independent law firm to come in to you know to go into these sexual misconduct allegations and they've gone a whole report and they've made it public you know it's almost that we have to learn from this and i'm thinking that you know there's a lot probably things that are being done in the private that are going to be exposed. Like, even Bible says, it's going to be exposed, you know. Before I continue, I do want to say this Bible verse. First Timothy 5.19 downwards. Do not listen to an accusation against an elder unless it is confirmed by two or three witnesses. Those who sin should be re- reprimanded in front of the whole church. This will serve as a strong warning to others. I solemnly command you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus and the highest angels to obey these instructions without taking sides or showing favoritism to anyone. Never be in a hurry about appointing a church leader. Do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Don't drink only water, you ought to drink a little wine for the sake of your stomach because you are sick so often. Remember the sins of some people are obvious, leading them to certain judgment. But there are others whose sins will not be revealed until later. In the same way, the good deeds of some people are obvious and other and the good deeds done in secret will someday come to light. The reason why I wanted to mention this Bible verse is because I feel um, I really want to kind of stress on the fact that there are going to be um, a lot of people that are thinking, what on earth, why are you talking about this? There's a lot of topics that we are going to continue talking about that are going to be like, why are you talking about this? But it is very, very important that some of this, that, when it comes to exposing of sins um, and showing light to them, that they are, um, what's it called, that we don't take sides and we do not allow favoritism to 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 take its course. That's why um, it is important that, you know, when stuff are being done, especially in leadership, they are to be spoken out in front of the whole church, like the Bible says, and um, we shouldn't keep things to uh, away from others because of the fear of losing people in the church or the fear of 
uh, judgment of others. It is not the judgment of others that we should be thinking about. It is the judgment of God. And even Bible says that there are going to be sins that are very, very obvious. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be things that people have done. Okay. And there's going to be judgment from many, many people, no matter what religion they are, no religion or not. So this is the reason why I have come to say that as Christians, we need to step forward and pray for each and every person, no matter who they are, because, you know, no matter, that's why looking at status of people, no matter if they're a choir leader, if they are maybe just a church member, or even if they are the pastor of the whole of the United Kingdom or the whole of South Africa, it doesn't matter because it clearly says that, um, even if I'll read um, 24 and 25 again, remember the sins of some people are obvious, leading them to certain judgment. But there are others whose sins will not be revealed until later. In the same way, the good deeds of some people are obvious and the good deeds done in secret will someday come to light. And as human beings, there's going to be judgment no matter where it's going to come from. Even if you are, you're not in the wrong, there's going to be judgment. Even if you are in the wrong, there's going to be judgment. But we're not focused on human judgment. We need to think about God's judgment. That's why Bible says that is, you know, don't rush. Don't be rushing to try and appoint another church leader just like that. And also, it also says when you go back to James that, listen, don't be coming and... um. In fact, I will find James, the verse in James. I'll read James 3, 1 um, downwards. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. That's why it is important that if you are going to be someone that is going to be of leadership of somehow, then rethink whether or not you are able to control your tongue, able to be perfect and control yourselves in every other way, as written in James. We may resume. Um, but it's yeah, very, very definitely. dangerous. It's very, very dangerous for a lot of people to run into leadership because of the fact that no one is perfect. And if you're going to go into that, you need to come with a, a heart of uh, whatever I'm going to do, I need to be accountable for it. Because even in James, girl, in James, it tells you that you are going to be judged harsher when it comes to judgment day than your other counterparts that are not in leadership, that are not shepherding people. So I think it it's almost a learning curve for a lot of people. I think for myself, for um, people of leadership as well. And also um, for, for just, you know, uh, Christians as a whole, as in no one is perfect. And I, I, I do feel sorry for him um, because I feel like maybe, I don't know. I don't feel sorry for the act because that is absolutely wrong for him to have done that. And he's let down a lot of people, including his family, the ministry and everything like that. Um, and obviously, you know, 
he has passed away and so he's not able to kind of come forth and be accountable for his actions. And I think that he almost like the, I, I said, there was that a woman who actually did a YouTube video on it. She said that he must have gone to, um, he must have gone to his deathbed knowing what he'd done wrong and just didn't, and he still denied everything um, and stuff like that because there was, um, there was a uh, there was some allegations when uh, around the time that he was on his deathbed and he denied it. So, but yeah, what's it called? But I think also, you know, we need to as Christians as a whole, we need to pray for the victims. We need to pray for the family, and we have to pray for the ministry. Why do I say that? Is because the victims are going through a lot, and it can be very traumatic on them. They can go through uh, mental health issues because of it. They can go through um, suicidal thoughts because of it, because people think some people don't take sexual misconduct allegations seriously. And they think, oh, you know, you probably, you know, led him on or whatever. But really and truly, excuse me, no, that's not the case. A lot of people are very, very vulnerable. No matter how how you are in status, there are vulnerable people. Um, And because there are a lot of military... Yeah relative people out there and even when you're at a you know the fact that this woman said that she had uh she saw him as a father figure and so um, this could be very detrimental to you know people that she would recognize as, as men and father figures it would it's almost going to be almost a detachment mm-hmm. that's not really good for her growth in uh in in her spiritual life yeah if she is a christian but also uh, let's pray for the family because the family has to, like I said, pick up the pieces from this. It's not, uh, oh, I'm going to uh, go through, I'm just going to, It's no, this is going to be something that's going to take a long period of time. We're talking years and years. People are going to refer back to this and be like, this is what your husband did, or this is what your father did, or this is what your uncle did, or this is a man uh, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of foul comments, and I'm pretty sure there are probably many foul comments that are happening because usually, when um, Christians, um, uh, sorry, not usually, it's not always Christians, but you know, just people out there who are, um, are either passionate about it, you know, about um, you know, um, negativity towards leadership, then they're going to use this as a leeway, and that's why we Christians need to talk about it and pray about it. Um, um, yeah, for the family, but also pray for the ministry because the the ministry, even though they've publicly done this, they could easily collapse. A lot of people can leave. People, a lot of people can a lot of things, and so pray for the you know as Christians we should pray for the ministry, and just kind of pray that they are able to um, continue to spread the gospel the way they need to, and also just continue with that transparency. And continue with accountability because I mean, not a lot of ministries would do that to be accountable and taking what they've done wrong and, and publish it out in public and allow the whole world to see it, knowing full well that it could be detrimental to their reputation. Um, we've got here is Pastor Raymond Co abduction in Malaysia. So Pastor Raymond Co was went missing on Monday morning on the 13th of February 2017. He was on his way to his friend's house with CCTV footage thought to be his abduction, showing a car surrounded by three black cars being forced to stop. Cars in the area were diverted by motorbikes, with it appearing a planned operation. Mr. Coe's foot have been taken by the police for evangelizing to Muslims in Malaysia, as it is illegal. 
Um, a police report was filed stating that on the same day, a car was boxed by three vehicles. The driver was be- seen being dragged out of his car and put in one of the vehicles. Susanna last saw her husband that morning, the day before Valentine's Day 2017. And she said, he saw, oh, sorry. He said goodbye to me. He said, I love you. And that was the last time that I saw him. Susanna Coe is praying that her husband will still be found after he was abducted in Malaysia, but says the situation has strengthened her faith. Um, She said this, I think without God, it would be very difficult to continue what I would say that this situation has strengthened my faith and he has given me peace. Even in this adversity and difficult circumstances, I can see how real God is and how personal he is. He just knows what you need and meets your need. Just like Psalms 23, he's the good shepherd and he guides and leads me. He brings me to still waters when I need that refreshment. He's with me when I'm in danger and there's no fear because his rod and his staff comfort me. And I'm confident that wherever Raymond is, God is with him. Can we just say something real quickly? This woman is brave. This woman is brave. I don't think there is many people that would be saying she the same really thing. She really is. I, just, exactly. I don't think that there are many people that would say the same thing. The fact that she's coming and saying that this situation has strengthened her faith. She's a pastor's wife and it strengthened her faith. What about the congregation as well? They must be going through difficult times because I'm pretty sure this is probably a very beloved uh, uh, a pastor. And is being very loved. What about the children? Mm-hmm. This is how many, what, four years, isn't it? Uh, 2017. Yeah. yeah, this is four years. Yeah. And it has strengthened her faith. And she's going around and she's hoping for the best. I mean, uh, let's be honest. There's not there's mm-hmm. not a lot of people that would be hoping for the best. I mean, for me personally, I, I'm going to be honest with you, but I'll be looking at God like, where's my husband? Yeah. You know, um, but um, it strengthened her faith. Uh, it's, it's strengthened her faith. Um, but it's quite yeah. interesting that um, evangelizing to Muslims is illegal. And the fact that the government has done nothing to sort the situation out, you know, this is um, a whole pastor. No, but let's deep it. Let's deep it. Let's deep it. The last words that very morning was, he said goodbye to me and I love you. But the police involvement, they haven't done Honestly? much to really, mm, they haven't really done much to really like, get this situation sorted get you know the the cctv footage because I, I don't hear of any ransom being made uh i didn't I, when i was research, yeah I research, oh my gosh I didn't, I didn't think about that you know yeah no ransom usually in a kidnapping there's usually like some type of ransom that they want because i mean he's quite high he's a, he's got a high status yeah it's honestly just so sad like what happened and it's the fact that it's been four years and there's still been nothing like that's just like whoa and like as you said like um you know it strengthened her faith which is absolutely amazing um and I feel as though it's because she does know that she is going to be able to see her husband again um whether it be in this life or in the next life you know Mm, she's kind of holding on to yeah and it's also just crazy how like it was also crazy how like he was persecuted for making like I guess a multi-faith environment um or preaching mm. to um Muslims 
Yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah. because when researching, it said that one of the threats they received is that um, a one letter with white powder um, in it, and then they received another letter with red ink in it. Um, and it's crazy because um, it literally quoted, open quote, Raymond accepted it as part of persecution, close quotes, which is just like... Essentially, what um, happens to Christians, do you get what I'm saying? Because we are followers of Christ, we um, are most likely going to be persecuted. And it says in Matthew 5, chapter 10, um, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. As Christians, like, we're actually meant to be persecuted, do you get what I'm saying? Because it truly shows that we are true believers and we know that there's better to come for us um, in the next life, definitely. Um, As well as like Jesus Christ himself was definitely persecuted. And so who's to say that we're exempt from it because we believe in his Mm -hmm. name? You know what it is, yeah. I would say also is that when it comes to, because a lot of people don't want to go through suffering. Who wants to go through suffering? Me, I don't yeah. want to go through no suffering. I would rather, you know, live a good life. A lot of people, that's what they expect. They want to live a good life on earth, which is why when it comes to Christianity, they yeah. rather not go into it because of the fact that it's like you've got this, you know, you've got all these like commandments maybe that they thought, you know, you have to follow or there's some, you know, you want to, you have to be Christ-like abilities and well, characteristics. Um, and so something like, oh, going clubbing and that is not Christ-like because Jesus ain't gonna do that. Yeah. You know, so definitely yeah. I understand what you mean by the persecution thing. I, I totally get it. But to be fair though, it's not just Christians who experience um suffering or hardship, um, you know, um like just oh, yeah, in yeah, this yeah. world. You know, like all those who are in this world are meant to go through some form of trial, even though it may be even though it may be bigger in some people's lives than in others. You're still going to have to go through trials. Yeah, in this life, 100%, you know? 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's that, I mean, it's normal. There's no there's no life that is yeah. not without suffering, even if you're that, you know, the king or queen. I mean, exactly. you're still going to go through some type of suffering, you know, because there is still. They're still yeah. you're doing something. No matter, even if you walk, that's. I mean, yeah. people will find that a suffering. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, but you know what? I I applaud those that go out and evangelize because it's not easy at all. It's not easy to go out mm-hmm. and and, and evangelize not. and to go out and to do a lot of things. It's, it's not easy at all. I mean, but just going <laughs> out and evangelizing to them, it could be. It could be. It's difficult. I would say it's definitely difficult. But condolences to the family, though. Not condolences. Because it's not like she's hoping for the best. She's hoping for the best. So I was okay, yeah. let's, let's retract that. It's not condolences. <laughs> but um, we definitely need to pray for the family. Um, pray for the family and the congregation because yeah, they're, they're probably going through a lot right now. And obviously, again, if the if the wife is going, um, um, is hoping for the best, I'm pretty sure that the rest of the family, the children, especially because I, I think they the children are grown up are grown up now, so are grown ups, so they will definitely be um, hoping for the best as well. Um, and I think this it shows, um, this kind of brings on the fact that as Christians, I, I, we, we shouldn't be negative uh, kind of thing. We should we should take everything, I don't want to say, I don't want to use the phrase pinch of salt because no, we, we don't really know. But um, 
more to do with like uh, as Christians, we should just lean upon God and just kind of let him, as Bible says, cast our um, burdens onto him. Whatever situation we're going through, no matter how small it is, no matter how big it is, just allow God to kind of take control. And, you know, you know, uh, my girl, Yvette, you know, she's been on uh, the episode of um, this um, show a couple of times. She's got um, a Instagram page signed with love. Um, and um, she took out, a, not took out, but she, there was an Instagram post that she didn't. It was about, is God late? <laughs> um, and I, I want to say that, you know, no matter how long it's going to take, God's still going to come and sort out your situation. God is not, is not forgotten you. He's not left you behind. He's not rebuked you in any way. He's dealing with your situation and he's waiting for the right time so always make sure that your your heart is open to access whatever he is going to do in his own time anyways we thank god for that now next topic next topic is medical expert message to christians who think covid vaccine is the mark of the beast now let's let's get into it so the christian medical fellowship cmf has warned against people receiving uh refusing to take the covid vaccine covid19 vaccine due to speculation about the jab it's after it was announced on wednesday that the uk has become the first Chris, the first country sorry in the world to approve the covid19 vaccine from pfizer and biotech paving the way for vaccinations to start next week um some Christians are suspicious about a vaccine and believe it's a pathway to government control. Firstly, I want to quickly say this before I continue, that no matter what we are doing, we're under government control. The fact that you're using this computer, the fact that you're using your phone, there is government control. There are regulations that you are, no matter what country you're in, there's regulations and laws and we will always continue being under government control control if you're in the uk if you're in the us if you're in ghana if you're in italy spain germany no matter where you are there's government control but let me continue last month california uh, mega church pastor gray Laurie um, addressed the concerns in a sermon and said he doesn't think the vaccine is the mark of the beast he added it is interesting we should not be looking for the antichrist we should be looking for Jesus Christ. I totally agree. In July, Christian rapper and fashion designer Kanye West told entertainment magazine NME any COVID-19 vaccine would be the mark of the beast. And obviously with his type of influence, a lot of people would um, agree. It's so many um, It's so many of our children that have been vaccinated and paralyzed, he claimed. So when they say the way we're going to fix COVID is with a vaccine, I, I'm extremely cautious. That's the mark of the beast. They want to put chips in with inside of us. They want to do all kinds of things to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. The mark of the beast originates from the Bible verse, um, Revelations 13, 15 to 17. He was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that it could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to the uh to be killed he also um, forced everyone small great and rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or his forehead so that no one could buy or sell unless he had a mark which is the name of the beast 
or the number of his name. They have eliminated some of the most deadly um, diseases like smallpox, he said. They have brought under control a lot of other major illnesses that were scrooges of our um, of the human race of, of so many years, for so many years. And they have improved the life expectancy. Wow, I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Of people across the world. So people often hear half-truths and little stories that make them scared about vaccines. But the reality is they're the biggest life-saving medical technology, except possibly clean water, that we have ever developed. We have to remember that God enables science and medicine. All right, so there's quite a lot that I've said there. And I think we need to start from the very, very beginning. Um, but first, before we start, there is a, um, I'm going to bring up the audio of the guy, the pastor, um, Gary um, Gary Lurie, and to kind of present to you what he said. So you have two choices at a moment like this in human history. You can look up or you can freak out. <laughs> you can look up or you can freak out. Jesus speaking on how people will react in the end times says this in Luke 21, people will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world. Is that not an accurate description of the way that many people are feeling right now? They are apprehensive. Some are fainting from terror, drinking, partying, drugging, anything to distract them from the reality they're facing. Sales of anxiety medications are way up. So you can freak out or you can look up. Jesus says, when you see these things begin to happen, look up, look up, for your redemption is drawing near. Now some wonder if this uh, COVID-19 vaccination program that is coming could possibly be the mark of the beast. Um, short answer, no, I don't think so. But it is interesting. But we should not be looking for anti-Christ, folks. We should be looking for Jesus Christ. That's where our focus should be right now. All right, so um, you've just listened to the audio. It's, you know, now there have been millions of people that have been um, vaccinated with the um, COVID vaccine. Um, you know, there's different types of vaccines now. There is the um, the Pfizer, the, the biotech. There's another one. There's a couple of there's others. I think it's like another free out there, you know. And um, actually, I saw on Twitter that um, uh, Ghana and Ivory Coast, I think it's called Ivory Coast, yeah, they've got their first batch of COVID-19. And I was a little bit skeptical if anybody's going to take it <laughs> because of their superstitions and um, skepticalism. Is that even a word? Skepticism. Anyway. Skepticism. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just the, just the fact that, you know, uh, West Africa start now started. Let's be honest here. Yeah? Let's be honest here. Yeah? If there was a lot of skepticism and if it was about how they're going to be marking people and stuff, wouldn't they be starting with the with the mm -hmm. third world countries? USA yeah, has exactly. been um, some of the people then people have been vaccinated. 
UK, millions of people, I think it's now gone up to 18 million people have been vaccinated. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure by the time this ha- this will be out, I am sure it would be at least 20 million people. Because at, at this point, I think it's, it's about over 10,000 people that are getting vaccinated every day. So you've got these amount of people that's getting vaccinated every single day. You've got Israel, they're getting vaccinated. Uh, I think it's more, uh, I think um, Israel is more than the UK, but I think um, Israel and the UK are got the most that have vaccinated their people. Now, let's, you know, there was already scepticism, not only because of the mark of the beast, you know, we'll get to that, but there was scepticism because of the fact that why is the vaccine so early? Or, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's harming people and all that extra stuff. The COVID vaccine is meant to, just like it's done for smallpox, just like it's done for other, other diseases out there. I'm sure that if smallpox was around, none of us would be alive today. But we have to thank God that, exactly. like the pastor said, he, or it wasn't the pastor, it was, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember now. But um, we have to remember that God enables science and medicine. People have got talents of, of growing all these different things. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had my own skepticism here and there. Um, and it's not yeah, everybody. That, or exactly. It's not everybody that is going to take the vaccine because of this. They're going to have these yeah. superstitions. But at some point, you're going to have it. All right. You're going to yeah. have it because you, in fact, you have to applaud and thank people that have, have, have it now because it's them that's making yeah, the infection definitely. rates decrease uh, dramatically, in fact. So now we're going to have a summer. Now, nah, let's deep it. <clears throat> but. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. But, hey, we live life to the fullest. Yeah. But it was, all I mean, let's be honest, we're actually having a summer. Honestly. We're having a summer. Yeah. Oh, do you know how long I've waited for this? Yo, we've been in lockdown. Do you know lockdown. how long we've all waited for this? Exactly. Oh. We've been in lockdown since December. Us in the UK have been in lockdown, not UK, sorry, England, sorry. Us in England have been in, uh, uh, what's it called, lockdown since December. Some of us are going through mental health issues. Some of us are craving yeah. for other people's attention and bodily yeah. touch. I was going to say something yeah. really well. off. <laughs> I was going to say I Anyways, we know we are, you know, we're craving a hug, we're craving a handshake. No, in fact, yeah, in fact, from the 8th of March, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, now we are allowed to be shaking hands. You know, no, sorry, it'll be for the elderly, for those that are in the care homes. But come on, like we're gonna actually have a summer now. We're actually having a summer until I am defo getting linked. I'm licking. I'm eh? linked. <laughs> eh? Huh? You know, I'm linking. <laughs> no, 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 no! Oh my gosh, Marabelle. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lincoln. I mean to say, I'm definitely Lincoln. I don't know what English is coming out of my mouth, but I'm definitely Lincoln. I am definitely going out there and enjoying myself. 
yo, everybody holler me that needs to be hollered because I need, I need, you know, it's been a while. Like, can we deep it? The fact that we've actually, to be honest, this is government control. You know, p- people are suspicious about, oh, you know, the bad, the bad, oh, sorry, English, but the, the, <laughs> the moment you have the vaccine is government control. <laughs> but, yeah. but we're in government control yeah. right now because of the fact that we're in lockdown. Are you coming out of your house? When was the last time you actually enjoyed yourself? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, the fact that we can't even go cross borders. <laughs> we can't cross borders without an exp- explanation or a mask. Yeah. I want to breathe, you know? I actually want to breathe, but we know yeah, you know, we have to honestly, thank God. We have to thank God. What's called, yeah, at least we're not the ones who are going into hospital because um, we've had um, the virus and it's gone and made us, like, really ill. And obviously the vaccine is not mandatory. Me, I'm not forcing anybody to take the vaccine. But if you want to stay at home and stay in lockdown, enjoy yourself, um, I won't be doing that. Um, I thank Jesus for the fact that, you know, he's given people the brains and the gifts to do such things. Um, And if you still have scepticism, get off of Facebook and WhatsApp and just pray about it pray about it yes get off of it completely because it's the whatsapp aunties it's the whatsapp aunties mirabel who are doing this because they have no evidence of what it is that they're um going and spreading and yet they're still (sighs) deciding to do it Uh (laughs) no (laughs) yeah Dear Lord Jesus, dear Lord Jesus. No, 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 let's think about it, right? No, no, Mm -hmm. let's think of a hypothetical situation, right? Mm -hmm. So if there was a chip inside of the, um, what's called the vaccine, what could it really do to you? Because let's say you do get controlled or whatever, and like Mm -hmm. you're not in control of what it is you're um, doing, right? Then... It's like, okay, cool, then so be it. Do you get what I'm saying? Because if you take another example, right, is um if a mad person, right, is going and worshipping an idol, and idol worshipping is a sin, right? It's um literally um sinning against one of the Ten Commandments, right? Then that means that that mad person isn't going to be held um accountable um during judgment because that can't be held against them because they're literally not in control of what it is that they're doing. So it's as if it's like, are you questioning if God is actually a fair judge? Do you get what I'm saying? I'm just deeper at the fact that um what's it called? I'm deeper the fact that people think that a vaccine is the mark of the beast. Let's let's not forget. Let's yeah, go it's really not. Let's go back to Revelations. Yeah, it clearly says exactly <clears throat> to receive the mark on his right hand or his forehead. So I'm pretty sure that the mark is not in liquid form to be inside your body, and so that already is biblically incorrect. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you don't get a vaccine in exactly your, uh, in your hand or your forehead. You don't get, it's usually in your... Tr- um, exactly. What's this muscle called again? Emma, uh, Olame, remind me. <laughs> tricep. Tricep. Tricep, tricep, you see? So yeah. this tricep muscle, you inject the vaccine. I'm, I'm very much sure that you, it's, mm. it, it's not going to be put into your forehead. That's a very uncom- uncomfortable, uncomfortable position to put a vaccine, a needle into your forehead or your hand. Another thing is, yeah. 
Another thing is, yeah, it literally says that the mark of the beast, like the mark, would be the name of the beast or the number of his name. That's why we got to read. That's why we need to read the word. Okay, we need to read the the the, the word. Honestly, of God. say Let it louder. No, no, Mirabel, say that louder for the people at the back. We need yeah? to read the word accurately. Okay, precisely. Okay, if the Bible tells you, if the Bible tells you that um uh, a certain thing is done in a certain way, don't go and then twist it because it's modern. No. Um, it clearly says that's I feel like it's because of the uh like the like the the you know this person has mentioned that half there's a lot of half truths going around, there's a lot of little stories going around, there's even WhatsApp videos being spread about, there's also um Facebook videos being spread about about how the vaccines does this, the vaccine does that. That enables people to to bring more fear. Number one, God is not a, a god of confusion. Number two, God is not a, a God of fear. If you have your speculations about it, let it not be because it's the mark of the beast. It has nothing biblically going. That's why, uh, what's it called? You always make sure that no matter, even if I, if we tell you stuff, you need to make sure that you also read the word. Okay. Even if you get preached that, go and check for confirmation for yourself because biblically it is incorrect for the vaccine to be the mark of the beast if there's no imprintation of the beast's name on your head or it is going to be on your hand it's not and usually you can choose whether or not which um, arm you want it into if you want it on your left or your right but it's your arm it is your tricep that the um, vaccine is being going uh, uh, um, is infiltrating into into the body now number number let me tell you this one thing yeah not all vaccines are going to help everybody and i feel like people are you know thinking that the vaccine is going to be the most biggest thing and it's helping a lot of people no i mean yes however if you think about it when it comes to vaccines they help a majority amount of people for a certain percentage it doesn't help everybody that's why some vaccines you have to take twice some vaccines you need to take once depending on what it is uh, i recently had a vaccine of the bg bcg of course it stands for um but I, I had to get that done even when you're in healthcare there's certain vaccines you need to take um <clears throat> um the mmr and stuff like that even hepatitis you know because i'm if if someone's got hepatitis on them and you get a little bit of that that fluid within you, oh, it's not good at all. Like you get that as well, and obviously you want to be able to yeah. protect yourself. So people will be rushing for the uh, hepatitis A B C whatever it is um, mm-hmm. vaccines and the MMR vaccines and the smallpox vaccine, but not be okay with the COVID nineteen now. I I would be understanding if maybe it's because you're waiting for a long period of time to see whether people are, are still alive after taking the vaccine. I mean, I would, I'm like that. <laughs> you know, take a while before, you know, see if everybody's still alive and kicking and, you know, you know, pregnant as well and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, at the moment, um, you know, uh, speculation is understandable, but speculation about the market of beast 
is biblically incorrect. That's all I wanted to say. Now, going on to, unless Oleme, you have something to say. No, I don't have anything else to add. All right. Now, going on to the pregnant Christian woman loses baby after Hindu extremist act. Leela Bay, eight months pregnant, rushed outside her house she was visiting in central India after hearing the commotion of a Hindu extremist mob attacking uh, tribal Christians preparing to celebrate New Year. Uh, the mob rushed her down and kicked her stomach until she fell unconscious and later she miscarried on the way to a hospital, which declined to give her any care. Um, some tribal Christians planning to celebrate New Year's Eve with a Thanksgiving service, instead spent the night in the mountains where they had fled to save their lives. My baby died in my womb, she said, after they pushed me down and kicked my stomach. Um, Vaskela and a visiting um, pastor had organised the church service of Thanksgiving and prayer and had obtained permission um, for a gathering of more than 100 people. Uh, the New Year's Eve service planned and was open to all and a celebration meal was planned for the afternoon of January the 1st. The assailants, the mob, um, <clears throat> beat all the men, women and children, all villages, um, all village Christians had fled to nearby uh, mountains to spend the night. Um, someone said the mob um, had um, told us that they would kill us. We were so scared that we fled to the mountains and hid there for the night. Conversions are not illegal in India, but the new state law requires advanced permissions to change religion. Pastor, a pastor, um, said that the villagers, the village um, Christians who are new to the faith, are deeply frightened. They were told that they were they would be arrested and would spend the rest of their lives in prison. You know what's so sad? It's always very traumatic for a woman to actually uh, miscarry. In fact, a lot of women go through PTSD because of uh, um, miscarrying. And so imagine if you have been beaten up and purposely stomped on and kicked in your stomach, knowing that you're well, knowing they knowing full well that this woman is pregnant. Eight months, I'm pretty sure you would be showing that you're pregnant. And it's, it's just hate crime right there. It's just absolutely terrible that what's it called she she went through all this and even on her way to the hospital she miscarried and then to be denied and neglected any real care um when i was doing the research they also mentioned that um you know they left her on the bed with nothing like literally they they barely attended to her um they didn't they didn't really care about her and they, nothing, not even no emotional support, no medical support. I mean, after um, a woman miscarriages, isn't there some procedures that need to be taken care of? For example, what if the, there's some um, bleeding that she's, um, internal bleeding? Or maybe, um, I don't know, because it's, it's, it's very traumatic. It, I mean, eight months pregnant. At that point, yeah, really and truly, that's a full baby. That that baby could have easily been a pre-baby a pre a pre-baby is, is it called a pre-baby <laughs> a pre-baby a pre what's it called <laughs> what do people call it <laughs> what are you laughing for a premature baby okay. i'm just trying to shorten the word but it clearly didn't work out <clears throat> a premature baby 
<laughs> so a pre baby you know preemie baby i'm done doesn't people call it preemie uh-uh, okay maybe okay no no we call it a premature baby okay. quite embarrassing uh-huh. so yeah um so yeah she she i'm i'm pretty sure that 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 oh, it's just so sad like then that means this woman it was is, it really is so sad. she must have been yeah really badly for this child this child to just go just like that to miss to to be miscarried just like that um but also the fact that you know yeah this is this is a a terrorism a lie yeah it is it definitely is this is terrorism to a whole different level because if you think about it now yeah now the they, they didn't even come with the intention of they're gonna come to sort some issues out they came with the intention of hate and to beat up not only men but women and children and they have scared them off yeah scared them into the mountains they couldn't even enjoy their 20 2021 ceremony or service like you see how we always go for a um uh uh what's that word called an all night not all night sorry um um uh why have I forgotten the word? But there's a certain word that we use. It's gone off my head. But we always go for it, the end of year service. And we're dressing nice. Or sometimes we don't. I don't usually um, because I just want to. We get into our dancing shoes. We want to enjoy. You know, we're shining and screaming. Hey, this is the day. This, you know, we enjoy it. We don't We don't play around with that day, yo. Um, and so, Especially, I mean, there could be some very incriminating videos of me dancing. But anyways, all is well. But imagine, you know, uh, um, here, like that's why you see such a a difference. And it's almost like, um, you know, some Christians are so well off that we can go out and pronounce that we are Christians. Whereas there's some other Christians in other parts of the world who are who can't even profess that without being attacked. They can't even profess that without being hurt. It's almost like um, we were talking about it. That, you know, um, in uh, what's it called? When we talk about Pastor Raymond Coe and his abduction, how, you know, the persecution, that these people are really being persecuted. This is not the persecution of when um, uh, uh, Paul saw his old self and he was going around and it was beating up people left right as well he was trying to you know kill some people off because they were saying that they were christians people were falling people were dying people were getting hurt because of the word christian because they wanted to go they mentioned and they said that christ is lord that christ is the son of god can you imagine so all of this here now yeah and and so like i'm really I feel really bad. I feel I feel bad, and honestly, we need to be praying for for all all Christians out there that are being persecuted. And it's not only Christians. There's other people in other religions. Other, everybody that's being persecuted. Um, you know, there is the recent um, hearing that BBC News was banned. <laughs> Did you hear about that girl? That it was banned from um, what's it called? Produce, uh, producing China's um, media because of the fact that um what's it called they um because it was they were saying it's fake news but really and truly there was videos coming from the satellite up yeah, yeah yeah i did and, hear that yeah exactly and so 
you know, there's a lot of people that are being persecuted, but obviously our main focus is Christians. Like we as Christians of other parts of the world that are fortunate to be able to say that, yeah, we are Christians, even though there could be abuse here and there, because don't get me wrong, even in the UK, the US and other countries that are accepting of Christianity, you know, there's going to be other people that are going out their way to come and say insults about Christians that, oh, we are um, extremists, that we are this and we are that, you know. So to, 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 yeah, exactly. So to, um, to see that, you know, there are some vulnerable Christians out there who are being persecuted. We need to be praying for them on a daily, at least a daily basis, just mention having them in our praise and just having them in our thoughts. And, and, you know, it, in a way it humbles us and it, um, makes us less selfish that we think that we could do anything because what we're Christians here, but then they can't do anything just anyhow. Do you know what I mean? Um, and and they yeah, can't just exactly. say that they're just Christians. Yeah. That's why there is a lot of Christians out there who are uh, lukewarm Christians who they 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 just call themselves Christians because they're just Christians because oh they love the word Christian or they just want to be a part of the faith kind of Christians, yeah. but they don't really want to delve yeah. into having a relationship with Christ. They don't really want to have that alliance with God, but really just to call themselves Christians because. <laughs> why not everybody else calls themselves Christians? Um, but then yet they can dress anyhow. They can, they can do what they want. They can drink, they can do a lot of things. They can take drugs, but you know, and they will, and then they will do the Bible thumping of just taking any Bible verses left, right and center and think that it is okay to misinterpret the Bible. But you see in other parts of the country, there is not that available, if you know what I mean. There isn't that uh, opportunity to go out and say, yeah, I'm a Christian, and then not act on it. In fact, you'd be fearful for your life that you, in fact, many people would not want to be Christian. In fact, I watched a video today, and it meant um, there was this um, pastor who was talking to his church, and he was saying that I was in China. And we were, and there's actually a lot of underground churches at the moment that are, um, um, because of the fact that they can be put into prison. So it's not only just India, it's China. There's other places in the world. And so as Christians, we need to be fortunate that we are able to profess that Christ is the son of God, that we that we are uh, we're able to you know sing songs of praises. We're able to evangelize on the street in this country, even though, you know, we some um, we have to ask for permission to use the streets. But I mean, if you're doing anything on the street uh, that involves... Um, um, certain things I don't know um, you know if you don't have a permit for some things then you can't really do things but you know other countries in Africa you you don't need to you don't need a permit do you know what I mean you can go around and you can just evangelize that's it but uh, I mean I, I've said a lot I've said a lot so what do you think girl what do you think Yeah, honestly, I was discussing this, um, what's it called, with my um, friend who is from India. And um, she said that um, the reason that Hindus are being the way they are is because the government, which is majority Hindu, um, by the way, has caused friction um, as they feel th- um, threatened by um, those of other religions, such as Christianity, which actually makes no sense um, because it's like, who are they actually threatened by? Because Hindus actually make up the majority, um, such as like around 10%, and yet Christians are actually like 
a much lower, smaller percent um, than them. So it doesn't make sense as to why it is that they're attacking them. So, um, and in one of the articles um, which um, I read, um, yeah, I she literally agrees as well as I agree that um, India is deaf. The Indian deaf. Gu- well, the Indian government is definitely a dictatorship trying to be disguised as a democracy. And it's like, how long do they think that they're going to be able to pull this off? Do you get what I'm saying? All right. Next topic is theatre company fires Christian actress for Facebook post citing Bible verses on homosexuality. A British actress is alleging religious discrimination after she was fired by a theatre company when an old Facebook post citing Bible verses became public. Shai was awarded a lead role in a production called The Colour Purple in 2019 when a Facebook post from 2014 became the source of controversy. Um, In the post, she cited two Bible verses and argued the scriptural position is evident, clearly evident, in opposing homosexuality. She also mentioned that God loves everyone. Um, Several people on Twitter and other social media platforms then called for her dismissal from the role. The theatre eventually fired her. She sued the theatre, claiming religious discrimination. The Facebook post reads, some Christians have completely um, misconceived the issue of homosexuality. They have begun to twist the word of God. It is clearly evident in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, 11 that the Bible says on this matter, I do not believe you can be born gay and I do not believe homosexual practice is right. Though the law of this land has made it legal doesn't mean it is right. I do believe that everyone sins and falls into temptation, but it's by the asking of forgiveness, repentance and the grace of God that we overcome and live how God ordained us to be, which is that a man should leave his father and mother and be joined with his wife and they shall become one flesh. Genesis 2.24. Before I read out her post, let's listen to uh, what she has to say. The Facebook post was made in 2014. Um, Was that four years ago? On all my social medias, I always post stuff about God or the Bible or scriptures. They knew that I was Christian and they knew my stance on marriage, they knew my stance on my faith, they knew my stance on God, on many different things that are in the Bible. I still can't believe it today. There was this massive opportunity, something that I never thought I would ever even achieve. And then I remember the casting director telling me, Shay, be very careful about where you go next, how you, where you train next, because you have a very raw talent. The post that I wrote Four years ago, I don't know how it came out. I don't even know who found it. I don't know. I don't know who the person is that posted it either. I was quite taken back, and I was like, "Wow, really? People really think I hate them?" People were calling me homophobic, and then I started getting calls from the producers saying something like, "I should retract the statement or what I posted, or say sorry for what I posted." Um, I didn't think it would get this far. In terms of termination, in terms of me losing an agent, I've been trying to email agents trying to get work and it's just no response. I didn't think it would escalate to this, but it has. So now I need to deal with it. All right. So what she said in her Facebook post was, um, God loves everyone just because he doesn't agree with your 
decision doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Christians, we need to step up and love and also tell the truth of God's word. I am tired of lukewarm Christianity. Be inspired to stand up for what you believe and the truth. Hashtag our God is three in one. Hashtag God, Father, hashtag Jesus Christ, Son, hashtag Holy Spirit. That's what she said. Now, can we really deep that a lot of Christians would actually type something like that on either WhatsApp status, on Facebook, Twitter, everything like that. Once once they get to a certain high position in life and then old tweets come out, which then this cancel culture, it's, it's, it's killing a lot of people. It's really killing a lot of people. Um, and to be honest, it's almost like, I don't know how to explain it, but there isn't that ability to allow forgiveness and remorsefulness. So I think, number one, I think cancel culture should be um, talked about. Uh, we will talk about it in another episode. Um, if Christianity, if Christians should be a part of the cancel culture movement. But um, quickly going on to this, that's so sad. She's fired. Oh, sorry, she's she got fired, uh, but she sued them. Uh, the company number one no offense here but why is it that a theater is firing her after other people on twitter and other social media platforms have decided to ask for her dismissal i think that is very very uh wrong but also the reason why um the the report that was given of why she was fired was not that she fired but she left the the, the job because um they they made a false re- news report, which is also why she sued them. Thought that she was not okay with homosexuality parts in the role of what she was doing. Now imagine me, I'm I'm an actress, yo. Um, and I love drama, I love theater, I love all of that. Obviously, I've not been able to do it professionally, but one day, one day, may God provide, we'll do what we gotta do. However, Olame, what do you think here? If it was you, yeah, and there was some homosexuality, um, you know, homosexual um, practice, not practice, but acts um, on a, I don't know, um, whatever that you're about to do, let's say whatever you're interested in, would you be comfortable doing it? No, I definitely would not be comfortable in doing it. To be honest, I wouldn't have even gone and decided (laughs) to go and do the role in the first place. Yeah. Mm, Why do you say that? It's a sin. Literally, as um, she said, she's very correct in saying that we shouldn't be lukewarm as a religion, as in Christianity as a whole. Because And like, it's very clear that there's actually no hate within her post. So for people to go and be calling her Islamophobic, Islamophobic what? No. Um, to be calling her um, homophobic and stuff, it just doesn't make sense. Because within Catholicism, for example... Um, are they not being lukewarm because they're accepting um, gay marriage? But is is that not a sin? Do you get what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we say that you should hate the sin, not the sinner. And so it's very true that God does love everybody. There's nothing wrong with you being gay, um, lesbian, bisexual, transsexual, um, and so on and so forth, or being part of the LGBTQ plus community. But the issue is when you decide to go and act upon what it is your desire, your temptation is, because that's what I would call it, a temptation. So with Catholicism, right, um, are they not being lukewarm because they're now accepting of um, gay marriages? Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, 
Mm. I don't know to say it. But there's actually no hate within her post. She isn't necessarily being homophobic. She's just stating facts. She's just stating what it says in the Bible. Do you get what I'm saying? Another thing, right, is that in my opinion, I feel as though being uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, part of the LGBTQ plus community, right? Like, okay, cool. You can be a member, a member, or you can be part of that. But us as Christians, we say that you should hate the sin, not the sinner. And so God does absolutely love every single person mm-hmm. who is part of that community. Don't get me wrong. He loves um, them you know and so but it's just the fact that they are going about um giving in to like that Mm -hmm. temptation Mm -hmm. I would call it you know that sin if you will you know because obviously we're not homosexual but um you never know God could have actually made them born with it with um that temptation but in a sense not in a sense but it's still like then it's I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's still a temptation. Do you get what I'm saying? And so we can overcome temptations if we truly look onto um, Christ, you know. So it's sort of like a worldly example of, um, what's it called? If a child grows up in an abusive home environment where their, fa- where their father is, like, drunk and, like, abusive or whatever, um the child may not necessarily go and turn into um, being that way, you know, which is why we bring in the nature versus nurture argument, you know, in terms of how people turn out. So, um, yeah, honestly, like, as she said, just because you're born into something, it doesn't mean you have to follow it. All right. You know? um, um, let me chip in real quick. So, yeah, number one, there is, um, yeah, um, like you said, there is no, I don't see no hate. Obviously, as Christians, we're not going to see no hate in there. Um, and obviously, you know, compared to what other people would say um, when they're saying their post on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, when it comes to um, ho- um, homosexuality, um, I don't know how to explain it. But people, obviously, homos- homophobia is the is the dislike or the prejudice against gay people. As Christians, we are, like you said, we're not meant to be um, coming for the sinner, but the sins. I don't, if we're actually um, looking at this as a, looking at the definition really well, um, Christians shouldn't be homophobic. Now, this doesn't look homophobic, like we wouldn't see this as homophobic because she's not talk. she's not, she's not, she's even, there's even a sense of love in her, her post. She's not she's more criticizing christians and not the 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 lgbt community as you can see it you know and a lot of the fact that a lot of people were rushing her on twitter and asking for her dismissal and telling her to come out of it and all that left right center type of stuff um and the fact that she even had to get to the point where she had to you know the company fired her um imagine you going for a, a you know growing in this um in this uh in your whatever you're comfortable in and the fact that now she doesn't she can't even get agents you know she can't even um get into what she loves her passion because of the fact that a post from 2014 how long is that that's a whole seven years ago 
a whole seven years ago, a post that was back then. But let me let me say this here. Yeah, as Christians, we are meant to be loving to all people. It is we, There's a lot of people that are doing a lot of talking. There's a lot of talking rather than showing actions. And so as Christians, we need to go forth and actually, um, when someone comes to us and they say that they are homosexual, it doesn't mean now we should come with hatred. In fact, that is against uh, Christ-like characteristics. Rather, we should go to we should um, show with our actions um, peace and love towards them rather than coming and coming against them in a negative way that, oh, you're gay, I, I, you're disgusting, you're this, you're that. That's a, that's a wrong way of approaching it. And in fact, they can crumble into their shell and not feel comfortable coming to you if they need help or if anything. It doesn't show that you're Christ-like. And so a lot of Christians are out there and they will be coming and saying all types of negative stuff. Obviously, in the um, people have said a lot more negative stuff than what she said. I don't think what she said was negative. I feel like she was mostly... Uh, it, the, the post was more to do with Christians. And I think we should be targeting Christians who are are comfortable with the lukewarm um lukewarmness of christianity we should not be lukewarm we are meant to be christ like so when um you know we're not meant to be comfortable with things that are not um you know biblical or not christ like and so but we, we can't come against and start saying oh da, 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 you are this type of imagine if someone comes to you and say your face is disgusting you disgust me my friend it's a part of who you are, right? And that's what they believe. They put, they believe that their sexuality is a part of them. And so you want their respect. You have to respect them as well. And, uh, and as you are talking to them in a caring and loving and peaceful way, and your actions are betraying Christ-like characteristics, allow God, allow God to soften their hearts, allow God to give them, um, um, to open their, open themselves and open up to you. And as they're opening up to you, is it not a way to communicate with them? Instead, we are, um, and Christians are so eager to come and shut them down and say, no, what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. Imagine if you have decided to go through a passion that you love and are dear for and care about, and all of a sudden, someone comes and tells you, no, that's wrong. It's absolutely what you're doing is wrong. It's wrong. And it's almost that negativity. People, as Christians, as, as normal human beings, we love, uh, um, what's it called, positive affirmation. So if someone is coming with negativity, why on earth are we going to get close to them? Which is the reason why a lot of um, homosexuals would rather stay away from Christians or other people with um, um, with um, what's it called high religion, um, high expectations of their religion, and would rather go amigo with the with their own people, with their own um, people that they're comfortable with instead. And 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 it's even us as well as Christians. It's like we're shy to talk about it. something like this, you know. Um, all of the topics that we're talking about, a lot of Christians will now come and say that what we're doing is wrong. But it's important that we speak about these things and tell, and it's all about educating Christians. We're educating Christians and informing Christians that, listen, come with a mind of peace. Come with a mind of, don't come with judgmental uh, 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 abilities. Yes, what their behavior is doing is not the right one. It's not Christ-like, it's not right. But don't come and come to their faces and expect that they're going to be coming to you with warm arms because they're not. 
And so um, I just felt to say that real quick because I feel like there are, um, I've seen it all over the place when someone comes and they talk about homosexuality and it's, and you, you almost cringe. I cringe at when people talk about homosexuality in a negative way where it's like, you know, and it didn't like homosexual people, sorry. Homosexuality, that's the act, that's the that's the behavior, that's what they're doing. Um, because clearly there are certain things in the uh there's certain vices in the Bible, and I think in Leviticus and other places, and even when you go to Genesis and see Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, all these things. People are not educating themselves in the Bible, and so they come with all types of scriptures that don't make sense. But um, but one thing I do want to also mention is that Christians should not come to people that don't know the Bible with Bible verses. You can't go to somebody and say, hey, what you're doing is wrong because in Leviticus, da, 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 in Genesis, da, 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 in Matthew, da, 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 no one's going to listen to you because they don't know where that's coming from. They've not read the Bible, my friend. Imagine you going to someone and you're reading the Quran. If someone comes to me telling me what I'm doing is wrong because in their Quran, this, this and this, yeah, I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take it because yeah. what are you telling me? What, what, are, you, what are you telling me? <laughs> Be honest, on me. What are you telling yeah, me? If you're t- exactly. coming with me with a yeah. Quran, make it make sense. All right, make it make sense. But obviously, make we should, as Christians, we should have a problem with homosexuality, but not homosexual people. Let us not um, be judgmental and discriminative to people. Okay, because even Bible says that we are not dealing. We're flesh and blood. We're dealing with the spirit, okay? We're dealing with the behavior. We're dealing within. We're dealing with um 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 attitudes and behaviors. And so we shouldn't be coming with our own physical self. We should be coming with love, peace, and prayer. Some of you be talking left, right, and center, and there's no prayer to back it. <laughs> there's no prayer to back it. I'm a lion, Olive. There's no prayer. <laughs> there's no prayer to back it but exactly. then again listen no uh, i agree with you <laughs> that i'm i'm not going to do something that's gonna be giving me uh, a a step forward to homosexuality behaviors if i'm doing an uh an, uh, um what's it called if i'm gonna be in a play or i'm gonna be in a theater thing or i'm, a, I'm directing something or i'm doing script writing and though it's gonna give me a good opportunity in my profession if I feel like it is of course to my Christian faith, I'm not going to go towards that. So obviously there's a bit of that. Did she know? Um, did obviously Shay, did she know that already that there was going to be a scene? Cause I think it was only going to be one scene of um, this, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, this lesbian act that was going to happen. I think it was kissing that, was it kissing on me or something like that? Because I think you you said you read the book or something. Yeah. So yeah. So if it's yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. if you've you know so I'm pretty so there's that there's that lesbian act to it. If it was me, I'm not gonna do it. Like you said, I'm not gonna do it because it's it's again against my religion. It's against yeah. my uh my you know it doesn't allow me to exhibit Christ. Um, Christ-like characteristics. If Jesus ain't gonna do it, why am I gonna do it? Now that's a question you gotta ask yourself. Yeah, Jesus ain't gonna gonna do that. That's like that's like smoking as well. It's that's true. like smoking weed. 
um, there was there was a there was a video out, and this guy was saying you cite in vibe verses to uh, exactly uh, um uh, of why we should be allowed to to smoke weed comfortably and all of that. This my my man was Bible thumping hard, but another thing is yeah, is that what's it called? Would Jesus do it? Do you see Jesus smoking? <laughs> do you see him smoking weed? Yes, like do you see him smoking weed? My man is puffing. It's true. You don't see him. <laughs> don't see him smoke that's why you know whatever decision you make is god going is sorry is yeah. christ gonna do is jesus christ going to do it so i i agree with obviously her post and i do again god loves everyone she said he said that just because he doesn't agree with your decisions doesn't mean he doesn't love you it's true but again people were so quick to say see People were so quick to see that. Exactly. Oh, uh, what's it called? She's talking against Christianity. I mean, homosexuality is not about the homosexual act. It's the it's the um, it's the Christian nature, okay? Of um, it's the Christian nature of um, should we be lukewarm and allow behaviors and be comfortable with it, or should we step up as Christians and and allow our actions to 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 allow an uh, openness of their hearts to be so that God can do his thing within them. Do you know what I mean? Because we're not men, we're not the people that are saving. We don't save. We don't save. That's why when my man was talking about my Mr. Zacharias was talking about oh salvation's gonna be lost and that because of his reputation. Listen, it's not about the people. It's about the heart. It's about the soul. Where's the soul gonna go? So if you're coming and you're coming negative against somebody because of what they're doing, exactly. what do you expect? Someone is going to be upset. So, for example, if someone comes and tells you that, hey, hey, yo, the hair that you're doing, yeah, the hair that you're doing is against God. Matt, what? What are you talking about? And then they come with citing Bible verses left, right and center. What? I imagine I'm not Christian. I don't, I'm. What are you talking about? And they come with, oh, um, what's it called? Yeah, the nails that you're doing is a sin. This is wrong. You cover up. Da, 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 da. You're coming aggressive. Yeah, you're less likely to be receptive to what it is that they're telling you in terms of when they're going about it by doing up Bible bashing and you know. No one's gonna come, no one's gonna feel comfortable to come to you. No one's gonna feel comfortable because you're all of a sudden you've got this judgmental mind that all of a sudden this is it, this is what I was gonna go, this is what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, um what's it called? I, I'm glad that we were able to talk about this, and I think we can elaborate on um LGBT community even further as a topic if we can. Um and so obviously if you guys if you wanna hear about more topics and stuff like that, and if you liked this new segment. Um, I'm I'm glad I'm grateful um, for it. All right, so Olame, if you want to cite out your social media accounts, yeah, you can um, follow me on Instagram. Um, it's basically my first name, Olame, and then G O C. Yeah, on Instagram and Twitter? No, just on Instagram because mm-hmm. I don't really use Twitter like that. So, uh, understandable, yeah. understandable. I, I, I don't I don't relate. But anyways, <laughs> this is the end of the show. Thank you guys for listening to this new segment that's going to be more coming up for other new seasons to come. Um, and so, obviously, if you want to be a guest on the show, let me know. D- DM me 
um, contact us on um, the Gmail account or even on Twitter, on the Twitter page or Instagram page. The New Generation Christian News. This is where we inform, educate and entertain what's happening in Christian and worldly news. All right. Thank you, guys. And we will talk to you later. Bye.